Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. That's right here on this Monday morning. Taz and the Moose with you as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocky Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. You've got Mike and Pete across the way. Andrew Bogish with your updates. And Taz, yesterday, you got an outspoken Joe Flacco of the Denver Broncos, amazingly enough. Let's hear Let's hear what Joe had to say after what was a, a tough loss in Indy. Take a listen. I just look at it like we're now a two and six football team, and we're like afraid to go for it in a two minute drill. You know, like who cares if you give the ball back to the guys with a minute and forty seconds left? They obviously got the field goal anyway. And once again, we're a two and six football team, and it just feels like we're kind of afraid to lose a game. Uh, it's third and five at the end of the game. Um, you know, it's who cares if they have a timeout there at the end or not. You know, getting in field goal range isn't that tough. Uh, you know, so you're just putting your defense in these bad situations. And um, I just felt like, what do we have to lose? Like, why can't we be aggressive in some of these situations? That's kind of how I feel about a lot of the game today. <laughs> Joe Flacco, not playing around. And No, not playing around <laughs> at all. And here he is. So third and five at the Indy 43, Taz, uh, at the two-minute warning. Philip Lindsay, a run up the middle for no gain. Timeout number three by Indianapolis, a punt. The Colts get the ball back uh, with no timeouts, but deep in their own end at their own 11-yard line. But they eventually go on for the field game-winning field goal drive uh, with about uh, 30 seconds left in regulation. Mm. So Flacco calling out his coaches, and I don't blame Flacco. I mean, uh, mm. I, you know, I, 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 I guess... Here's the one thing. I can understand the frustration. <clears throat> Should that be something that you voice to the media for us to be talking about here on national radio on a Monday morning? Right. That well, would be the well, one thing. You're 1,000% correct. I mean, listen, he's earned a right. He's a 12-year veteran in the league. He's earned a right to chirp and talk and be pissed. He has earned that right. But to the point you just made, to do it publicly like that and to really cut your coach's legs off like that, and a guy like Fangio who's been around a long time, um, that's a little tough. I mean, maybe there's some stuff going on behind the scenes with these guys. Who knows? And he don't care. Joe Flacco, and he's just like, whatever. You know, and he just buried them. I mean, he's, you know, he's about 34, 35 years old. He's a grown-ass man. He's been playing a long time, and he's got, he's got a lot of success. 
So he might be thinking, this is my last run. I don't care, whatever. I don't like that what they did here, and it's not right, and maybe that's why he did that. But I agree with you. He, I don't think it should have been done publicly like that. No. No, and, and Flacco and Fangio's going to look at it and say, I mean, Joe Flacco right now is completing 65% of his passes, right? He's got a tad over 1,800 passing yards. He's got six touchdowns and five interceptions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and we're approaching week nine of the NFL. Yeah. And this is what Joe Flacco's record is. This is what he he's got six touchdown passes in eight games. That's not good. No, and listen, the offensive line has not been particularly good. So Vic Fangio might say to himself, "Go for it." I mean, yeah, I would go for it if I had an offense or a quarterback that I completely trusted that could maybe maybe go out and make the necessary throw. Taz mm. and you know Flacco hasn't played particularly well. It hasn't been all his fault. The offensive line has not been good. I mean, they're not a good offense. They've got pieces you like. You like Lindsey's a good player. Cortland Sutton. Is a nice young wide receiver that I yeah. think has got a chance to be a star in this league. You know, Noah Fant, if he can, you know, stay on the field and be healthy and prove his blocking, I think is a young tight end to be excited about. But yes. aside from that, Taz, there's there's not a lot out there in Denver. And no. I guess if if you are the leader of the team, is that the right way to show leadership? Or is it a case of I see the writing on the wall. This was the only team that was willing to give me basically an opportunity. My days in the NFL are probably numbered as a, a relevant quarterback, uh, I know they're going to go with a young quarterback next year. So, I mm. mean, I'm I'm going to vent my frustration. And if it ends up costing me, you know, my job, or if it ends up costing me my starting job, so be it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's uh, option two, what you just said there. I think that's Flacco's mindset. He's probably like, I would assume, listen, you, listen, if this guy Flacco's saying this publicly to the media, he didn't mince words either. If he's saying this publicly... Lord knows what he said behind the scenes to the coaches. He had, you know what I mean, right or wrong. <laughs> no, I would imagine he had to go off. Like on I would hope he, he did, he had, right? Right. He probably probably went off, you know, on the head coach and and on the office coordinator and and saying, "What are we doing?" You know. But you make a, even a better point. Like, well, why should Fangio believe in him? You know, with with the stats and with the offense that he has and the way he's played and he hasn't played great, Joe Flacco. I mean, I said it when he went to Denver. I said, this guy's not. This is not going to go well. You were giving him the benefit of doubt. You thought he might do well. I was dead wrong. Yeah, but, uh, you know, right? So the thing is, like, you know, I mean, it just seems horrible out there for the, for these guys. And if they have a really loyal fan base, too, which stinks. Uh, I got to talk to you. know Anthony? You remember Anthony? <clears throat> Anthony? Yes. Big Bronco fan. Oh, I know. He'd Yoosh. always be walking around with his Bronco jerseys on game days when I'd see him on Sundays. But he left the company, right? No, he works. No, he, he's still he's doing... Uh, the video for Francesa. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. He's, big Bronco fan. Right. He he did leave the company and now he's back with the company. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. A strange marriage. Yeah. A strange marriage. There was a divorce and then there was a rectifying. Yeah. They kissed and made up. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Anthony. Anthony. You guys know Anthony? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they know the Anthony. best. You guys yeah. don't hate Anthony too, right? No. He, no. Those two guys around the glass hate everybody. That's the thing. It's, not, it's not true. Don't say that. Except him. <laughs> Mike's like, please, come on. It's a, Mike's like, I'm trying to make friends with people. It's a tenuous time. No. <laughs> no, but no I, I'm a politician. Love y'all. Whenever, whenever the Broncos <laughs> go down a swing and they lose, I think of Anthony because I know he's a, he's the only diehard Bronco fan I know. You know what I mean? I personally know. So I know they have a big fan base, though. But, yeah, no, it's a tough thing. I mean, if you're Flacco, it's like uh, you, you can't say this publicly, but I think you're right. He probably think, look, this is one and done Jones. I'm out of here anyway. It don't matter. I'm Dunsky. Uh, you know, what are they going to do right now? They're going to bench him, put Brandon Allen in? They're not going to do that. That's what's behind him on a depth chart. Brandon Allen. 
Yeah, no, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. I don't do know who that. that is. No, I know. Well, they're not gonna do that. I agree with you, but I mean, I think Flacco understands his days, and he's right. We're not a good team. I mean, now they're they're a two and six football team. They were two and five. He basically is like, what do we have to lose? Why run the ball on third and five when they know you're going to run the ball on third and five and try and use that timeout? Why not go for it at that stage, try and pass for a first down and win the football game? And, you know, he's not wrong. I mean, and a defense without Bradley Chubb, why put it in the defense's hands when you have a chance as an offense to end the game? That's really the mentality of Joe Flacco. Let's be more aggressive. Let's end the game here. We run one efficient play for a six-yard game. We are ending this game. The game will be over. It will be decided. Take everything else out of the equation. Let's end the game right here. And that's where you see the frustration from Flacco. Um, Taz, let me ask you. Right now, Saints-Niners. Wow. Best team. (laughs) NFC, if you were to pick one right now, New Orleans Saints, 49ers, Saints yesterday, breeze back, throws for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and they take care of business against Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. My Cowboys not an equation no more. No, I wouldn't throw – and that would be disrespectful <laughs> of the 49ers and Saints. No, and what no, they, no. The 49 – now, people might say, how do you not throw the Packers into the mix? I don't know if I'd throw the Packers in terms of overall strength as compared to those two teams. I think – would right. you agree those two teams would be more impressive than the Packers? Uh, the, the 49ers and the Saints? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. Doubt, no doubt about it. If I had a – if I had to pick one, just quick answer, I would probably lean towards the Saints. Um, who's the better team? Just because they, you know, you take a guy who's a first ballot Hall of Famer in Drew Brees, he goes down, hurt, and they plug and play Teddy Bridgewater in there and just, how many win? Four, five in a row? Five in a row. Five in a row. Uh, and now here comes Drew Brees, comes back in against the Cardinals, doesn't miss a beat, uh, and they win the game 31 to 9 over the Cardinals. Uh, obviously at home, and but uh, yeah, to me, I I I am I've gained a whole new respect. I've always knew Sean Payton was an awesome coach, okay, head coach for a lot of years. Uh, this year, it's like really jumps out to me. And I said it last week here on this show how tough they are to prepare for because you don't know what they're going to do, especially when Bridgewater was in there. Their offensive scheme seemed to change week to week to week. Um, now Breeze is back and they just keep winning. I mean, I, I, so I would I, the long answer for me, Saints. How about you? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. Now, it, you know, yesterday was kind of a, a not really a statement victory for New Orleans. You want to see how Breeze threw the football and he threw the ball well, right? And we all thought they were going to beat Arizona. They were, you know, a double digit favorite. I think at one point in time it probably creeped up to you know eleven or, or twelve points. I mean, right. so they were a heavy favorite. They were home against Arizona, and the Saints did what you expect them to do. I'll tell you though. I agree with you. I think for everything you said, Taz, I think you said it very well. I, I take the Saints. You know, with dealing with the Bridgewater stepping in, the coaching job, the fact of all three phases, Dennis Allen, the defense we talked about a little bit on Friday yeah, yeah. as well, uh, has done a remarkable job. I'll tell you though, the 49ers have had two statement victories this year. You know, they took they went on the road in Los Angeles against the Rams, where everyone doubted them, and they they embarrassed the Rams and embarrassed Jared Goff, where yeah. he had under under a hundred yards. I think he had seventy five, seventy eight yards passing the entire game, and their defensive line was completely utterly dominant. And they went out yesterday against a Carolina team with Kyle Allen, a quarterback who was undefeated as the Carolina Panthers starter, Taz, and they destroyed him. <laughs> I know. Like they didn't it wasn't it wasn't a comeback or a two I mean they that game them around, dude. That it, game was it, over in the second quarter. Yeah. 
they absolutely thoroughly embarrassed what is a good Carolina Panther yeah. team. That's a good Carolina team, and they thoroughly embarrassed them. Couldn't do nothing. Panthers nothing. couldn't do nothing. They were just getting slapped around, and they got some. They got some strong wins. You mentioned that Rams victory, uh, and right after the bye week, they beat the Browns. They beat up on the Browns when the Browns everybody still was on that Brown bandwagon. They beat them thirty-one to three. They beat them up. They beat the Steelers. You know, early in the year. I mean, so I'm just saying they had they have some strong wins here. So, um, and then you're waiting for the other shoe to drop with the 49ers, and it hasn't dropped. You know, and now maybe, now maybe it's not going to drop next week against when they. I think they play the Cardinals. Yeah. I want to see what happens on that Monday night game, middle of November, when they play the Seahawks. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a game, right? Yeah, there. that is going to be a game. That's going to be. Uh, they're going to be home for that game. That's going to be a fun one. But yeah, I mean, they get. You know, some challenges coming your way and 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 the like, but that 49er team, that team travels. I mean, they'll play yeah. well. And they yeah. got better. Emmanuel Sanders, you know, showed his stead in his first game as a 49er. Uh, Garoppolo made sure to get him involved, and he had a couple touchdown receptions yesterday against Carolina, and they thoroughly embarrassed him to the point where I had the Red Zone channel on late in that game, right? Yeah, yeah. And they flipped by – I forget who was hosting it. Um, anyway, so they're like – Oh, the guy with the ears. No, it wasn't him. It was the other guy. Who's the? There's two guys that hosted. Scott Hansen. Is it Scott Hansen? So Scott Hansen hosted and says, "Ah, oh, we're in the fourth quarter here. Um, uh, Panthers and 49ers. Uh, 49ers have all their backups in, as does Carolina. And as you see by this play, what we've learned is the 49er backups are better than the Carolina Panthers backups. <laughs> well said. That's funny. Yeah, I, was... I mean, as you see, a 49er running back just basically run through the offensive line and scamper for about a 45 or 50 yard touchdown run. Mm. Um, it's, uh, I think it, it, at that point in time made it like you know 51 or whatever it was. Right. Uh, the you know 51 uh, 13 the final. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I look at the 49ers. I, I think there are a lot of people that are going to look at it and say, well, let's see what they do against the Seahawks in a couple weeks, Taz. But We've watched them enough, and I think they deserve a lot of respect. I don't think I agree with you. I don't think they're on the New Orleans level, but I do think right now, I think they are the second best team in the NFC. Absolutely, I, I think they are better than the Packers. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, Garoppolo's just been efficient. He's been smart. He was eighteen to twenty-two yesterday with one hundred seventy-five yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, that kid Kittle is a really good player. They have. You know, he had a good good day yesterday. He celebrates too. after every catch. Yeah, it's a little too much. It's a little. I got to tell you, after every catch with the jump shot uh, thing and the celebration, just, it's a. I love Kittle. He's a great player, but he, he celebrates after every you, single I, catch. I, I'm done with all the celebrate. Everybody, I, every, I'm done with. I mean, I'm maybe. I hope it's not a get off my lawn moment for me. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I, I don't. know, Maybe I'm getting a teeny bit older. I'm. I'm tired. Tired. You know what I'm tired of. When defense last last week the, the the Bills their defense made a great play and then they all run to the end zone and they do the post yes you know? yeah I saw yesterday who was the Eagles did the same thing it was probably against my Bills and uh, the same thing the post you know that that whole team photo thing that thing in the end zone I, I stuck phone flags on these guys I agree I've had stop enough back of that. like idiots I'm enough. with you I'm with your you your job is to stop the friggin' team okay you don't need to celebrate to that level every time stop. Just play. Now, you know what the thing that's worse for me of that is this, is the defensive player that or the offensive player that celebrates, say, a reception or, say, a tackle for loss, and their team's down by, like, 20 points. Oh, and they're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going crazy. They're doing, like, the heart thing, punch it through the heart, <laughs> or the stomp, or whatever it might be. And you're like, dude, you're down, like, yeah. three scores. It's like, funny. Um, like, you can't be celebrating there. Like, know your place. That happened with the Browns and the Patriots. I was watching the game. It was a special team play. Some guy made a really good play. He was going crazy from the Browns. 
And by that point, the, the Patriots the, you know, just had such control. And one of the guys from the special teams of the Patriots, you see him, like, just point to the scoreboard. He looks at the guy, he goes, he goes look up there. And the guy just looked and walked away. He's looking at the scoreboard. Like, you can just see what he's, it was very funny. I can't remember who the guy's number one, but it was a special teams guy the Patriots. Look, look up there. Uh, but I agree with you. I hate the team photo. The team photo for defensive players. Annoying. It's, it's annoying. It's terrible. It yeah, really it is. is. The NFL's got to do away with that. Don't just Sick of it. Yeah, just, you know what? If, you know, imagine after every segment here we celebrate, that's a good segment. Or Mikey B lands a good guest and he's in the newsroom doing a sack dance and he's jumping on the tables. That would be awkward. Oh, my God. We'll create some little headway here. Do you think. uh, Got that guest, yes! You think our program director would notice? No. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Would not. But, Mike, you should do that. Next time we have a great segment, just run out to the newsroom. Have Bilotti, like, <laughs> film awesome. it, and you, like, celebrating, like, what a great segment that you was. We segment. hit all the points. Yeah. It was great conversation. Great tease going into break. Do the hot thing with the punch. Yes. The LeBron stomp. You should do that. <laughs> you like that. Oh. I would love to you see like that. You like that? Yeah, you like the, that? Do the Kirk Cousins. Right. I can see Mikey B. How about him doing walking that? down the hallway to Chernoff's office and, and Bissego going, You like that? That would be just. You like mess. that? And Al Dukes. That? You like that? Al Dukes walks out to get some water and sees us, gets scared, runs back in the studio. <laughs> that's what he would do. Oh my God. He would just run back that in. Would be, that would be so good. All right, let's do it. I'm ready. That would be true. tremendous. Uh, Why are you doing the Icky Shuffle? Who are you? Icky Shuffle. Icky Shuffle. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the is is spiking the rundown. Oh yeah. Like that. <laughs> Bill oh, Belichick God, makes man. a little history. We'll get into that next. Taz and Moose with you here on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. The best. If industrial plants could (laughs) capture CO2, think how we could help lower emissions. ExxonMobil is working to make it happen. That's the unexpected energy of ExxonMobil. This week's unexpected play. How about the unexpected play from the Minnesota Timberwolves? The Wolves improved to 3-0 with a 116-109 win versus the Miami Heat last night. Minnesota is in Philly Wednesday to play the 76ers. We'll learn the A from... Basketball drives <laughs> expert. Um, I have a reasoning for that. Why is that? Pull back. Okay, curve. let's pull it back. Because I don't want to take away from the NFL talk, so that way it doesn't force you to get into a topic. You guys can make the decision, and we put in a Minnesota topic, which nobody really cares about. <laughs> well thought out. <laughs> I love Good thought Mike. process. Sorry to all the T-Bulls fans out there. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Good job. That's Thanks my honest man. answer. By the way, basketball drives is on the, on the come up, Moose. I don't know if you heard. It's doing really well. I heard uh, subscriptions are up, right? Yeah, man. Right? Downloads are up. Downloads are up. We're going to go to twice a week now. Tuesday oh, and Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa. We have some sound effects, something like that. That'll All work. Content. Wow. With the NBA here, it helps a lot. Well, you never know. Maybe in uh, the coming years, you'll have a lot of time on your hands, and all of us will. And you, you, but anyway, so here's the thing. Here's, Thank you. Here's, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. No, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job he with is. it. He's doing a good job, he and he works hard at it. And um, uh, you know, someone told me basketball drives is about everything except basketball. 
That's Pretty much. That's why we're bringing in Thursday. And there's that sound effect that's about, probably about 45 seconds late, by the way. Um, so... Pete, that's his way to get back at me. I'm sorry, Mike, you were saying? That's why we're bringing in Thursdays. Let's get some of that NBA content in there. Wow. Nice. Wow. Well, uh, it's funny because uh, you, Mike, just like Andrew Bogus, who just walked in, both you guys would look good in bow ties. Now, Agreed. I put this tweet oh, out most ties. I'm sure you took a look at yep. my Twitter. And I've been obsessed with this since last night, this conversation of bow tying. Okay, because I feel I put a poll out there on my personal Twitter, at official Taz. Yeah, close to 2,000 votes, by the way. Uh, besides a tuxedo, does it bother you when dudes wear bow ties? Right now, the options are no, I love that look. And the other option is yes, silly look, annoying. It's 55% say yes, silly look, and 45% say uh, no. It's a uh, strong 45%. More. Yeah, so it's kind of a middle of the road. Jones, some people like, where are we? Let's go around a room on bow ties for men. And, you know, because I have feelings on who should be wearing bow ties. Uh, okay, so I'm not a huge bow tie guy. Right. Um, I think obviously with a tuxedo, that works. Black tie affair, I, I get all that. Uh, wearing it just out and about, no. I mean, I, I get why Rosenthal does it. That's kind of for charity as well. But um, on, on the baseball broadcast, I think it's more silly. Uh, then then I like the look. Thank you. That's the way I would go. Andrew Bogus, Moose and I, before the break earlier, yeah. discussed that you would be perfect. I heard. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you call me a nerd. <laughs> a geek. geek. We geek, said geek. you'd be working on Main Street it in Disney World at, right. at, at, playing the piano. Oh, oh, that would be great. Those like, things on my biceps, yeah. too, and the puppy great. shirt. Okay. That would be you. Would I'm be telling a dealer, you. too, like that. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. How about Bogus doing that and Biseglia singing? And oh, be like, hey, that'd be great. Didn't you do a podcast basketball drive? Shut up. I we don't mention that. on it every week. That's true. <laughs> You've been listening, Moose. Bogus is playing an accordion. Yeah. And Mike's playing a trumpet. <laughs> oh, they'd be great on Main Street with the bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Bellotti. <laughs> Pete Junior. Bellotti. Pete's, <laughs> Pete's playing a tuba. <laughs> As usual. Why the tuba? I don't know. Just <laughs> playing a tuba. Be great. <laughs> it would be great. What's your thoughts on bow ties? Uh, I think you have to be built like Ken Rosenthal to wear a bow tie. Go. It's for little go. slim guys. Small you people. got a gut. You can't. You got because you get that's so much shirt showing. Good point. Like a tie cuts clo- the shirt in half. Well, right. and it just it hides all of your blemishes. You got to have like a six pack. You got to be tiny to wear right. a bow tie. It's a right. big tie you're talking about. Yeah, you got a big. <laughs> Yeah, he's got one of those ties like a clown would wear. Yeah, yeah. Giant poker. It dog. really like, flares out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it a really, giant. Right. So much it's, for the skinny it's tie. It's tie slash napkin to wipe my face. <laughs> guys, got me wearing As a I'm blanket. I'm eating my latest sausage and pepper sandwich. I'm wearing a blanket. Yeah, no, but it, you make a good point, Andrew. I think if someone has a neck for like a, a men's uh, dress shirt that's under a size 16, like I, when I get a yeah. shirt, I got to get a 20. Like my neck's 20, but the body on a 20 is gigantic. So I got to get the shirt taped in. Because if you get a shirt that has a 20 neck, yeah, that's for a, a big-bodied man, man, a 5X right. man. Yeah, so I got to get that from Slim Jones. So, I, I, you know, it's tough for me to wear, you know, I'm, I'm like bow tie. prayers. Yeah, so I can't wear a bow tie. It would be just not good. So you, you don't like the look, though? Do you like, I mean, if you had the Andrew. body, do you like the look, Bogish? Um, no. Yes. I still like ties, yes. like a full okay. tie better. You like a full tie? Yeah. Mike? Yeah, full tie. I like the bow tie, I guess, and a, and a nice classic wedding. If you're in the wedding, it can look good with the other groomsmen. But for mm. the most part, you're going out, rock the nice tie, be an adult. 
Pete, Pete full tie. I don't like. I, I don't like the. Uh, I think the bow ties overplayed a little bit. So I go, oh. but I go full oh. tie. All right, I can picture you being a tie, a full. Uh, I mean, a bow tie with a cummerbund type guy, like just on a regular Saturday night, just going out to dinner. I did it yesterday. So. <laughs> well, he, I, mean, I had this list, Moose. I thought maybe you'd go through the list. I mean, I think if you read it, it'd be probably funny. Well, let me go through. I I just was reading up on something else. On sports. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, why don't you go through the list? Pete's a big bolo tie guy. If you oh, like. I, Weston I Jones. Off. Yeah, I, I he's just into Chargers. Ball. I went off Twitter for a second. Yeah, yeah. no, no, because I just, I, I don't know. I think if you went through the list, it'd probably be more. Uh, he's got to sign back in. Succinct. I do have to sign oh, back in. Oh, I didn't in. know it was that big of a. I'm sorry. So, what do you got, Moose? Hold I, on, hold on. Hold on. We'll play. So, we'll, let the band again, play while you look. So, 11 hours ago, I put this tweet out. And, and <laughs> okay. about bow ties. No reason for a grown man to wear a bow tie. Here we go. So my right. Twitter, here we go. Yes, besides below. A male stripper? So only a bow tie. Employed by a carnival. <laughs> Me. Employed by a circus. Kind of the same, right? Employed by a bazaar. <laughs> a bazaar? A bazaar. It's like a, a church line. fundraiser? Yeah, a bazaar. Ring announcer in the 70s. Yes, true. <laughs> Under the age of 10. Okay. Bob Backlund. He was wore both times. Employed as a waiter or maitre d' and a groomsman. <laughs> do you agree with all of these? I do. I would add boxing announcer. Boxing announcer, too? Boxing, okay, boxing announcer. Because announcer. they all wear, I mean, didn't Lampley always wore a bow tie yes, yes. on HBO? I mean, I'm sure I'm missing a few, but yeah, boxing No, boxing announcer, announcer but I think that's a good list. The good three list, right? are kind of, one, I mean, the first two, Carnival and that's Circus. That's a joke, bro. That's a joke. I know. It's the same. Right? The boom, the boom, the boom. You know what I mean? I got you. Some people don't even know what a bazaar is. A bazaar, I don't know. I mean, like. The male stripper. Yeah, male stripper, you know, uh, yes. Chippendale Jones. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bow tie in yeah. your abs. And, and that's it. And they wear chaps. Yes. Shaking your booty. Yeah, so that whole thing. Yeah, so that's what I figured. <laughs> and how did you go. come to this rant on bow He was ties? at a male strip club. Well, no, to be honest with you. It's Ken been, Rosenthal? Yeah, because I was watching the World Series, and I see him wearing this bow tie, and I said, I understand a charity, and I'm not trying to be rude. You know, you just got to be careful that you could be disrespectful without even trying, and just so you try to be entertaining. But the thing is... I looked at, I'm saying, and I saw a guy on one of the, uh, the political, uh, my wife had one of the political TV shows on, a guy had a bow tie on, and I saw this earlier yesterday, and I'm like, what the, you know, my thing is, when you wear a bow tie, you are craving attention. Okay, me, I like to be kind of, I like to blend into the scenes, I don't want to stand out, so I feel like if you wear a bow tie, you're attempting to stand out, and I think that's trying too hard that's why, if unless you work at a carnival, maybe you're, uh, you know, like, uh, like I said, like, uh, you know, maybe you're, you're, uh, you're, you're six years old for your, yeah. your school photos. You know, then you should wear a bow tie. Before Rosenthal, I think before Rosenthal did it, the the first kind of guy that I remember bringing it kind of back into the fold in terms of popularity was Dahani Jones. <laughs> Oh, Fashion you, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Donnie Jones with the Giants? He yeah. played in Michigan. You're right about that. He started his own bow tie company. I didn't know that part. Yes, he had his own bow tie company. I remember when he was promoting it, they'd, uh, you know, he'd come in with like samples and everything like that. Yeah. Obviously for well, a smaller neck size, but that, yes. That's interesting. He has a bigger neck, and you know, I'm surprised he's rocking a bow tie. But he was tie. able to pull it off, yeah. Yeah, well, he's very fashionista, fashion. Well, yes, uh, he'd wear the guy, tight you know? shirt, tight yeah, 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 suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. bow tie yeah. popping. I should ask my kid. I didn't ask my son. He'd rip it uh, because he's a fashion guy. You know, I he's... think your son would be into it. Yeah, you think in the right scenario. The right scenario, maybe, maybe. Not, I not ask. every day. Not every time. Waking up wearing the bow tie, going to work. 
What am I, Andrew Bogus? We should do, we should do that one day. <laughs> do we, we're going to bazaar or no, a carnival honestly, or a circus. One day we should do kind of like kind of a, we have bow ties. One day we should all show up wearing bow ties and dress shirts. I and sit, I get in the newsroom and see if anybody says anything. No, this show don't want just kind attention. of like just as know. you know as our own experiment. Like, no. do you think? Do you think? Churn, <laughs> imagine we were just all no. sitting there, like on the one side, all in a row. Just sitting there, like right before the show, all wearing a a shirt, a bow tie, and a sport jacket, and just staring at the clock. You would anyone even... would anyone say anything? Well, do you oh. think our Do you think our boss would be no, like, he "Good would morning, say, Moose"? No, he would say, "Did I approve Pete? video? Did I approve video? What do you got? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> That's a guy who's got a closet full of bow ties. No, I get to end suspenders. He's a bow tie guy. Yeah, he's got a bow tie body. Do you think Boomer Tons. would say anything? Uh, yes. He probably would. Yeah, you think he, he would? He would. Yeah. He probably. What would What's going on? Wise ass remark be? <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be that. Like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing that? Mm-mm. All right. Yeah, it's a science go. experiment. Booms. I might yeah. have to challenge into a fight here soon. Yeah, it's for the holidays. Call. Yeah, why don't we do that? I'm I think not, we should do the bow tie experiment. Up. Yeah, let's do bow ties first. I like it. Before bow you ties, fight. bow ties, and and then and then Biseglia running down the hallway ranting like Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? I'm all in for that. I'll do that you right know, now. Zach Martin's probably a big bow tie guy. Oh, stop. Oh, no. He he seems like a guy that could work with you, Andrew, on Main Street in Orlando at Disney World. To attack Ovalua. We have terrible <laughs> chemistry, so probably not. Dude, it would be money. Live from Fordham University, <laughs> women's <laughs> basketball. You and Zach are like freaking frack. You guys yeah, there's hatred there. There's definitely hatred there. Yeah. He doesn't know it, though. Yeah, no, no, he knows. Oh, he knows. What do you mean? He made uh, fun of you the first I chance you could get. I will never forget when Moose and I brought your name up and how intense he got. Oh, my God. Wow. It was like, that guy. Like, look at Andrew. would even look at me when I bring this up. No. So the guy angry. who does play-by-play Just in the the Bills score on the screen oh, from yesterday. Oh, there he goes the uh-huh. low-hanging fruit to the Bills score. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> That was not. You're better than that. You're better at singers than that. Uh, Come on. You're much better than that. All right. Well, let's see. What's going on? The the whole thing with the bow ties uh, in closing, like, I, as far as what you guys are suggesting, I don't know if you haven't noticed, I'm not really in a playful mood during the breaks or before the show. So I don't know if I want to walk around. But that would be why it would be so great. It would be so different. (laughs) That's funny. So that's funny. No, why? No, it makes me, that's funny. That I, would add I, to it. I, I'm not really in a jovial mood. Is that a hee funny or an angry funny? No, no, it was. It I was guess a, he had a sense it was angry <laughs> funny. No, I wasn't angry <laughs> funny. No, 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 that's funny. Uh, it wasn't angry. <laughs> it wasn't angry funny. No, no, it was like, it's just like, I'd love to play along. I'd love to play along. It has nothing to do with you. I'd love to play along. Yeah. So I'm angry at some point. I understand, yes. You I know, know that. I know, I know, yes. I You're know. angry. We're all angry. Yes. I am. It's an angry show here. <laughs> It doesn't say it. We don't say it on the air, but it's anger. There, there is. We should go to the update with Andrew. We should. Hey, right? guys. Great to see you. Pizza. The Houston Astros didn't have to face Max Scherzer in Game 5 of the World Series last night. They took advantage. Ross comes set now. Looks at the runner. Now delivers. And that ball's hit well. Left field. High and deep. That's got a chance. Gone! Carlos Correa with a two-run shot. Gives the Astros the four to nothing lead. That's Steve Sparks on Astros Radio. Your Don Alvarez had already hit a two-run homer off Joe Ross. Houston led four nothing at that point. They won seven one to sweep all three games in DC. Now they can win their second world title in three years tomorrow night back in Houston. 
Nationals manager Dave Martinez, all cute and optimistic. I told him, I said, I know we're going to go one or no. I said, but we're going to play game seven. I believe that. So keep, keep pushing. Martinez's offense scored just three times over the weekend. Last night, they did not hit Garrett, Hol- Garrett Cole at they did in game one. Seven innings, one run, three hits, nine Ks. Scherzer couldn't start because of a nerve issue in his neck prevented him from lifting his right arm. The Nats keeping the door open for him pitching game seven if there is one. The Packers didn't have to face Patrick Mahomes last night at Arrowhead. They took advantage too, but it wasn't that easy. They blew a 14-0 lead, were tied in the fourth, but then won 31-24 on a 67-yard pass play between Aaron Rodgers and running back Aaron Jones. It is indeed a season-ending torn peck for Texans defensive end J.J. Watt. The Patriots are 8-0 after downing the Browns 27-13. The Niners 7-0 after routing the Panthers 51-13. And after a 27-20 home loss to the Seahawks, Falcons owner Arthur Blank said he'll evaluate everything during this bye week. That includes the status of head coach Dan Quinn. I hope so. Quinn. Uh, so now a funny story. But he from... also clarified that saying, I have to take into account that the players love Quinn. Yes. But I mean, can we look they... at the record? Exactly. It was, what, 20 nothing and 24 nothing at halftime I mean, yesterday? So if you want to love them, the start better. I know it was Shaw, at quarterback. Somebody, you want to hear a funny story? So I'm at, yes. the, I'm at the sports book yesterday, right? Guy comes up, fan, whatever. He's like, listen. Um, I love a game today. I go, who do you love? He goes, I love the over in the Falcons and Seahawks. I go, really? I go, uh, you know Schaub's at quarterback. He goes, who? <laughs> I go, Matt Schaub's at quarterback. He goes, where's Ryan? I go, dude, he's hurt. And then he's like, oh. He goes, can I can I change my bet? I go, dude, I don't. I'm not sure about the rules here. What he was bookie. No, I'm yeah. I'm sitting there. No, right, exactly. I go. Yeah. I'm not. I go. Yeah. He goes. What do you think? I go. Eh. I go. You got a shot. Game hasn't kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Schwab. Matt Schwab at quarterback. Schwab. I told somebody, I go. How is he still in the league? I, I, that was news to me. I, go, I didn't know that. Four hundred sixty yards. Wow. I go, how is he still? I go, he's still in the league. He's still probably, he's still making a good, what is Matt Schaub making this year? Does anybody know? Oh, I would have to imagine he's making what? Seven, 800,000? I mean, he can't, I mean, Oof. is he making more than that? He's got, he recently signed a two year, 3.78 million contract. Oh so my God. God bless him. He's making almost $2 million a year. Two, yeah. yeah. And wow. Matt Ryan played, what, 154 straight games? Straight games! Yeah. He's like, wow. what is going on here? I Matt Schaub is the backup. Think about that. You don't play, run a little scout team, and you're making nearly $2 million a year. Oh, man. That, that's probably the greatest gig in pro sports, the backup quarterback. Oh, that's if you're backing up behind a guy like Breeze, who doesn't want you there. He wants, <laughs> like, or like, like Brady. You know, like, yeah, go ahead, dude. You got it, Tommy. Go for it. I mean, you're making bank. Matt Schwab, look at him behind Matt Ryan. He's a 15, 16-year veteran, right? He's making two million a year doing nothing. Oh, and he's made a lot of money. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's made a ton I of mean, money. I mean, he was a guy at one point. He's just Teams banking wanted. it right now. I know. Matt Schaub at one point in time, people looked at him as the solution. Right. Yeah. What anymore. was the question? I'm not really sure, but he was the solution. <laughs> uh, so here's my funny story from before the show today. Taz, you missed this. I don't know where you were, but Moose goes. I wasn't here. Oh, okay. Moose goes, how about the Nats collapse? Mikey B thought he meant this. Off for Crowder. Three for the win. It's good. Bring it up. It's good. Three on the board. Jay Crowder wins it for the Grizzlies tonight. Yeah, over the Nets, not the Nets. 134-133 yeah, in overtime. No, and to create, give a little bit more color, Mikey goes, yeah. 
these net games. I can't take them. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat every all, night. They've all been stressful. I go, I go the Nats. <laughs> so I'm not serious? talking about game three of the regular season of the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, I'm Ray. talking about the Nats collapsing in the World Series. Hey, as our caller said, ratings are down with the Nats. I don't know. And I didn't pick up on it right away until Bogus goes, he meant the Nats. <laughs> Yeah, he's just well. Mike's the, got the Nets, nets on not his mind. the Nets. The nets that was a rough loss. Yeah, rough I walk loss. in, I see Mike. I'm like, ah, what a uh, collapse. <laughs> he thinks like you get the Nets on your mind, like he does. Twenty four seven, stop. Yeah, nonstop. Right, uh, that was a tough one. I'm thinking about Kyrie Irving all the time. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. Just twenty four seven. I don't. You guys want to open with uh, uh, Atkins' decision to foul? <laughs> yeah, totally. It was the right call. Game winning. Right. It was the right call. My was wife's it? like, I'm tired of hearing about Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Please stop talking about him every <laughs> night. <laughs> Only 79 no, more games to go. Soul. How about Irving the other night dropping in 50? <laughs> we get it, Moose. <laughs> we were watching together. First text I got from my wife this morning. That loss was brutal. Oh, my oh. God. Oh. He's all in. <laughs> Daddy, what did Dinwiddie do last night? <laughs> <laughs> the cat can't talk. Uh, the cat can't talk. You still got that cat? Right. You still got that cat. Yeah. No. Oh, you you check still out got my- that wife? Wow. What's yeah. the cat's name? Well, why is this turning into bleep on Mike moment? But right. the cat's name is Leon, and he's doing well. He's doing great. I'm Leon really goes driving. to the sports page and pause at a picture of Kyrie Irving. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> That's Daddy. Pause. <laughs> he loves it. Good guy. I, I know we haven't heard about Leon in a while. That's why he asked. No, Leon's uh, he's thriving. He's doing well. Everything's thriving. Good Leon. Thriving. He's a cat. <laughs> Like he has a yeah. to well, you ask me how he's doing. I'm going to give you the answer. He's doing well. Yeah. He's been he's been doing His well. His 401k is exploding. He just bought a new Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> yeah, the cat, a convertible. Seventy-six. He also has a podcast. Uh. <laughs> Speakerphone Jones sent me a tweet. It's oh, yeah. never too early to bust my chops, but uh, leave it to Mark Malusas to bring up a former giant when talking about bow ties. Yep. SNY Jones. Thank you very yeah, much. Speaker. I appreciate that. Yes, Speakerphone. Mark! I was, <laughs> Bring it up. The fact I, you know, and to be honest with you, before I said it, I thought about myself the fact of, you know what? It's another former giant. That's it. It's amazing well, how all these stories, a lot of them that I bring up, they always come back yeah, to the but Giants. That one doesn't count. I mean, he did play for the Giants, but it's not like he's Jim Burt or Gary Reasons no, or I Phil McConkey. I get it. I get it. But it was a former giant. Thank you, Speaker. Well, the Jones. We Over Nation, they're going to catch, they wait every word. If someone, if you're in that cross, I'm not saying you're in that crosshairs, but if you happen to be, yes, they're gonna hand. Oh, they hammer away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag Mark, SPJ. Mark. Hashtag We Over. <laughs> Hashtag Welcome to Monday. <laughs> Mark. Uh. Bogus, you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, to <laughs> we'll come oh back. Talk about a little history for Bill Belichick. Why not? Right? I mean, yeah, uh, to the head coach that. Has done it all. He gets it all. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and the Moose on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Oscar De La Hoya, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, doing more. Brought to you by the Home Depot. Visiting HomeDepot.com uh, for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. How about Dwight Howard? Howard added 16 points, 10 boards, and four blocks off the bench, helping the Lakers defeat the Hornets 120-101. to 
last night. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So Bill Belichick in the victory last night, kind of a ho-hum victory for, well, it ended early in the evening on the East Coast. Um, uh, Victory by the Patriots over the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield was his 300th total victory, regular season and playoffs combined. Uh, Third all-time now behind Don Shula at 347, George Hallis at 324. Uh, When you look at uh, Belichick, nine conference titles are the most in the Super Bowl era Uh, It's remarkable what he's been able to accomplish, uh, the amount of Super Bowl victories he's had, Super Bowl appearances he's had. um, And, Taz, I I don't, in my lifetime, however long, you know, I mean, God willing, hopefully his next 30, 40 years, whatever it might be, you know, anything like that. You know, we all live nice, long, healthy, happy lives. How how much longer are you going to live, you think? (laughs) I don't know, Taz. (laughs) You brought it up. Uh, I'm open 40 years. How many more summers do you have? You think uh-huh. you got 40 summers left? I hope so, Taz. Come on, bro. 40? Taz, I'm not talking. Come on. You don't want to talk This is getting depressing. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's, let's stop. Redskins won't win a title. No, I let's know I brought that up. I, and it was just kind of a pet. Right, right. Why? Go no, ahead. No, I had something funny because a friend of mine, he, every time, I don't see the guy a lot. When I see, He's a very funny guy. Whenever I see him, nothing to do with wrestling. guy lives in my neighborhood. And whenever you'd see him, you go, bro. How many more summers you got? That's like his inside. <laughs> and you know, like if you know him, you know, and they, everybody just laughs. Because yeah. that's his always, how many that's more summers you got? That's a good line. Yeah. It's a great line. So that's why I said no, it. No, that's you know, a good line. I like that line. But yeah. it's right. It's like enjoy the time when exactly. you got it, right? Exactly. I mean, that's basically yeah. it. Uh, uh, Taz, I, you'll ne- I don't think I'll ever see a coach better. I, I'm with you. I think he's better I'm than Shula. You. Yeah. You know, we, I mean, we obviously were not around when George Hallis was doing no, his no. thing. Uh, but I don't think we'll ever see. Uh, I think what we're witnessing up there in New England when his career does end is the greatest coach that I've ever seen. I think the greatest coach the National Football League's ever seen. Uh, no doubt. I would say any of the players that are currently on the um, Patriots roster, you know, right now, um, that were in that locker room after this victory and, uh, you know, he was handed the game ball after the 300, for his 300th win, you were part of history. Like any of those players that are in a locker room, no matter if they're a star or if they're a third string guy, it doesn't matter. You're part of history. You're on that roster. You're in that locker room when this legendary figure, Bill Belichick's handed that ball. That's a huge, huge thing, man. And that's something to hang on to if you're one of those young players. You know what I mean? It so. certainly is. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that have grown tired of the Patriots' success. Me, and, me, yeah, I'm one and, of them. Uh, yeah. and the and the constant drumbeat of the wins and wins and wins and Brady and Belichick, Belichick and Brady. But I think as a sports fan, for what we do, and even if you're not in the industry, just being a sports fan, you do have to appreciate what they're able to do. Um, And to be great, we all see the finished product on an NFL Sunday. You're not there all week long. You're not there during the offseason. You're not there... We're not there, kind of a as a you know a little uh, you know yeah. a, a, you know overlooking everything and all the hard work that goes into making winning look so easy, and that's the frustrating thing in a sport that's so difficult to find wins and have success consistently. Taz, they make winning look so damn easy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And he's done that. And Kraft, you know, Robert Kraft, you know, he he had some things to say. I was reading this quote. I mean, I just have it right here. It says, 28 years later, he's co- he's he's coming back to the same location, winning his 300th game. The o- the only the third man in history of 100 years of the NFL to do that. 
This is what Kraft said. I'm happy as well uh, that 263 of those 300 have been coached at – easy for me to say. 263 of those 300 has been as a coach of the New England Patriots. And he goes, I'm especially happy this, that 299 was against the New York Jets and 300 was against the Cleveland Browns. So that's Kraft taking a little shot there and there. So, uh, but bottom line is Belichick – is a legend. He's the best I've ever seen, best you've ever seen in all life. You're right, but I didn't see Hallis. But I, I couldn't tell you who I think is even near as good as this guy. Yeah, the coach. preparedness, the way that the game has changed and evolved. And I, I think I, you know, I heard this story. Remember um, when Kraft brought Belichick in, Art Modell, who was obviously then the owner of the Browns, but then the Baltimore Ravens, right, who's mm. now since passed away a number of years ago, Told Robert Kraft that'll be the worst hire you ever make. Tremendous, <laughs> unbelievable. Think unbelievable. about that. Yeah, yeah, Art yeah. Modell told Kraft that'll be the worst hire you ever make, and Bill Belichick, all he's done up there in Foxborough is win. Yeah. He, <laughs> what are you gonna say to that? I guess he was uh, wrong. Crazy. No, yeah. no, he's wrong, but like historically wrong. Like, not just to be wrong. I guess if you're going to be wrong, why not be historically wrong? He was the, he's probably the greatest hire of a head coach in NFL Ever. history. Ever. Could Ever. be, could, could be in, in, in sports history. Yeah, might be. You're right, right about that. Taz of the Moose, we come back to three on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.